Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron. Welcome to Biblical Archaeology Today. So glad you're with us. We're going to finish up on the Tel El Armana tablets discovered 1887, quite accidentally, by a lady looking for some rich soil for her garden there the east banks of the Nile River. So we're using the Thompson Chain reference kind of as our basis. Their wonderful archaeology section recommended to everybody. Page 312. We'll intersperse some comments with it. So the Tel El Armana tablets have proved exceedingly important in the field of biblical research, so much so that many regard them as constituting the most important discovery ever made in Egypt. Now that's shocking with so much archaeology in Egypt, you know. So the very fact that most of these tablets were written in Babylonian cuneiform, even though they came from various countries, indicates that the Babylonian cuneiform was the one general system of writing readily understood by almost all the people of Bible land during that particular period, perhaps long before and after it. So Babylon or Babylonian was like a merchant language, a commercial language. Also, I remember doing some studies. There's always been kind of an argument in biblical archaeology on the influence of Egypt and Babylon. Did they have intersection? Did they cross-pollinate, so to speak? And the answer now is an unambiguous yes. And so this land bridge, what we call the Holy Land, Palestine, Israel, would have been, again, this great intersection. Most did not want to go through the Arabian Desert, so they would go up and then down through Israel. And there's even some reliefs of Semitic people coming into Egypt. And, uh, and so this has an influence on religion as well, like the Egyptian pantheon of false gods and deities, mythological beings. Was there any impact from Nimrod? And again, the answer is is yes, that Babylonian religion did migrate in you know the 10th, 11th, 12th chapters of the book of Genesis is where it'd be found in the Bible. So we'll get back into reading here. And uh, it says almost all the people buy lands during that particular period and perhaps long before and after it. Thus, biblical characters could converse rather freely with the various peoples as they moved from country to country, just as depicted in the Bible. And so like Abram coming out of Ur, going to Haran, then to Egypt, then to the Holy Land, maybe Babylonian was spoken everywhere. Maybe that is the language that uh, Joseph and Pharaoh may have spoken occasionally. Maybe they spoke all Egyptian, but it's all fascinating. Inferred was now heightened, excuse me, interest was now heightened in archaeological discoveries. The call went out for more topographical research and for further excavation of city mounds. There was ready response from England, Germany, France, and the United States and other countries. Governments, universities, museums, influential individuals financed expeditions, and the work went forward under the direction of competent men and women who learned as they carried forward the work of finding out how the civilizations of the ancients tallied with that which had been written 
of them in the Bible and other ancient literature. Now, after more than 165 years of topographical and archaeological research, it can be rightfully said that a large army of learned men have pooled their efforts and picked up the threads of ancient life from a thousand city mounds and woven into a pattern which agrees almost perfectly with the lives and recorded deeds of Bible characters. Thousands of outside evidences which give satisfying corroboration of Scripture narratives for Jews and Christians have come to light in crucial periods when the blistering of excuse me when the bolstering of faith everywhere has been all important. So notice it says thousands and that's really true. Thousands of archaeological discoveries. Every time they find something like uh the Hyksos or Boghagskoy, Roshamra you put it in the context of what's going on in Scripture, you find that the culture of Scripture is a historical book. It's not mythology. And if everything surrounding the Bible is accurate, you would think the supernatural claims of Scripture would be accurate as well. At least it would lend great credence to those claims. So this is why I believe the Bible is absolutely true. And uh, I love the field of biblical archaeology and apologetics in general, history in general. History rightly interpreted is our friend. So God bless you. Thank you for listening. I do suggest maybe you get a little journal. Write what goes on every day here. Just take you two, three sentences. Before long, you will have one of the smallest yet power-packed apologetic tools possible to answer those that want to know the reason for the hope that lies within you. Again, thank you for listening. Check out our playlist. We have several dozen episode we try to do one every day and also you can check us out on new life of albany georgia on uh, facebook and youtube new life of albany georgia.com all kinds of teaching videos we just want to share the faith the love of jesus christ with the entire world pray for us we'll talk with you later god bless you greatly in jesus name